Welcome to a Tennis.com podcast direct from the U.S. Open. Sponsored by Prince XO3 Racket Technology and by American Express. American Express presents Next Contenders. Get to know four of today's game changers in tennis and follow their moves during the 2010 U.S. Open. For more, visit nextcontenders.com. Hey guys, Tennis.com Podcast, Day 7 here at the U.S. Open. I'm here with, I'm Ed McGrogan here with Pete Bodo and Sarah Anki. Um, at the press room here, a little rapid reaction from uh, Andy Murray's most recent loss here. It was, you know, everybody was watching it here. It was obviously the big match of the day and the biggest men's seed to follow the tournament. You know, I think actually, you know, this is not a good loss from, of course, against Wawrinka. Stan really did play well, um, hit the ball, you know, flat really well and you know he certainly deserved the win i guess i you know i think a lot of the doom and gloom predictions are going to mm. come out where you see you know is murray ever going to win a slam etc is I she think the yelena yankovic of men's tennis right you're going to see <laughs> things you're going to you're going to see little little snide remarks like that but i mean i guess personally i don't yeah well i guess it's after whatever so i i don't think it's warranted as of yet i i still think you know personally i think Murray had enough good moments of this year, if you want to kind of end the year at this point, to, to show you know that he certainly, I think, has a slam in him still. I think he's still young enough. Certainly, and he had the good run to the Australian Open final. He looked fantastic, and you know some other events. I, you know, I'm. It was a bad result here, but I don't come think on, it's, Eddie. Come on, Eddie. Stop making excuses. Look, I mean, and, and well, what's, I, what's, I, what's your take? What's your take? I do. I do believe the guy has a slam in him. That's not not an issue. The guy's a terrific player, no question about it. But you know what? A guy like him in his position has got to win these matches. I don't care how well Vavrinka played. And yeah, there's such a thing as lights out tennis and lights out tennis, and you know to the nth degree. But the thing is, you know, you got you got to beat the guys who are playing really well. I mean, you got to expect as a top player to go in against a guy who's going to, you know, load it up and bring all he's got, and you got to beat that guy. And, you know, I mean, all the great players have done that, and I think Murray, you know, it just that Murray, you can justify a lot of Murray's losses, but that's sort of besides the point. And Murray may win a Grand Slam, but that's sort of besides the point. What the point here was today was, you know, he had a guy who was playing really well, he didn't like elevate his game and lift it and, and, and come up with the right resistance. I mean, you know, I hate to be too harsh on a guy, and I think the world of him, I think he will win a Grand Slam, but this was kind of a disappointing result. It was definitely disappointing. I mean, I wouldn't definitely, I wouldn't call him the Yelena Yankovic of <laughs> men's tennis. He, he definitely seems to want it, um, want it a lot more than mm. Yankovic. Uh, but yeah, this just wasn't, you know, winning the first set and then just losing the, the next three. He didn't. He just wasn't bringing it out there. It seemed like. Yeah, the the attitude didn't didn't seem to help either. Uh, I guess no, it I did guess not. It's, yeah, no. I guess it's always tough when you have guys like Federer and Nadal though playing in this era, and it's it, everybody gets compared to them, whether fairly or unfairly. But you're right. Uh, this is. So is it, are those the footsteps I hear of Eddie backpedaling? <laughs> it's it, it's the footsteps of the host just trying to get a hold of the situation here. So. Easy, easy, Ed, easy, Ed. That's right. That's right. Um, but one guy who benefits from from this Murray loss tremendously is Sam Query. He he won today. He was slated to face Murray next, um, and he you know I I actually looked at his draw before this event started and saw it was pretty promising for him. You know he. Um, he didn't have the summer that like Marty Fish did, of course, but he still was hitting the ball very well. He beat Murray, of course, before in L.A., and he gets a real opportunity here at the Open now um, with Murray out of the picture. Um, Pete, I don't know if you what you think of his chances overall. I guess real long term, does he have a shot to maybe you know 
go the last weekend or is you know it- what the heck to heck with the real long term you know like it's like just these guys are thinking round by round that's all you got to do is you got all you got to do is you don't have to win the US Open today you just got to beat the guy you're playing the guy you're playing today and that's exactly what he did look Almagro's a terrific player the guy is fit as a fiddle he's unbelievably strong and he and he really has clean shots he hits deep he's he's a terrific player and I think this was a very very good win for Sam Querrey does he win a tournament you know Darn if I know. But the thing is, he did what he had to do today, unlike Murray. And he really went in there and, and, and played very good tennis. He was patient from the baseline. He's willing to play from the baseline. A lot of people have kind of criticized him for that, saying a guy is so big, you ought to be you know, dominating and, and imposing himself. But, you know, this guy can move. This guy this guy is pretty good at the baseline. He's got good reach. He's, got, he's, he's a consistent guy. He's got that big serve. And he can adjust his game. So I think this was a very, very good win. Almagro has played very well this year in periods. And he's always a tough guy to beat. If he, if if if, if Almagro had two or three inches of greater height, he'd he'd be kind of a Rafael Nadal type. He wouldn't be Nadal, but it'd be similar. So you know, I mean, I think I I think I think he did exactly what he had to do. He got out of there pretty easily. Didn't have a very stressful match. So uh, I I, th- I think he's on track. What the future brings, who knows? But you know, he's still in there. He's still in a tournament, and and he's got a shot. American Express presents Next Contenders, your chance to get up close and personal with four of today's game changers in tennis. John Isner, Sam Query, Melanie Udan, and Caroline Wozniacki. Visit nextcontenders.com to follow the excitement during the 2010 U.S. Open and discover the person behind the player. It's tennis trivia time. Here's a chance to test your tennis knowledge with a Tennis.com podcast trivia question, brought to you by Prince XO3 Racket Technology. Are you ready? The question is, Hoping to build on the successful defense of his title in Los Angeles earlier this year, which Prince player will head to the U.S. Open in the hope of his first Grand Slam singles title? If you think you know the answer to our trivia question, visit the official Prince Tennis Facebook page at facebook.com slash official.prince.tennis. Once again, that's facebook.com slash official.prince.tennis. Become a fan today and be sure to leave your answer on the Prince wall. And on the women's side today, there is a couple of other results one of the one of the first results was Francesca Schiavone number six seed French Open champion uh, she makes the quarterfinals pretty much no one was talking about her before this tournament it was you know she's had a really you know sort of malaise after winning Roland Garros and but she's coming and backed up her seed um, straight sets wins all the way through um, Pete you covered this one today for the site um, what'd you see in that match I did, but I got a question for Sarah. Like, did I see you at the Feliciano Lopez match by some chance? <laughs> you did. <laughs> you, uh, why, yeah, it was. Why would a young lady go and watch Feliciano Lopez? <laughs> <laughs> I was there to watch Sergei Stankowski, who upset Ryan Harrison. Upset. New Peter no, who Corder, beat right? Ryan Harrison. Uh, I think you're. Yeah, no, I think I think it you're backtracking now. <laughs> it was an interesting match. I mean, just to see like the the low slice forehand or slice backhands, and you know, two two one handed backhands against each other. But Stakovsky, uh, he retired in the second set, early in the second set. So the new period of quarter, right? All right, Skiavoni. Yeah. Um, you know, she 
this this woman's a real sleeper at this tournament. I think you know it, it's kind of funny. Everyone, you know, she was a feel good story of the year at Roland Garros, where she won first Grand Slam victory for her first for Italy ever on the women's side, and she's 29 years old. But you know, it's kind of funny. People move on from that. They say, okay, well, it's almost like you know she wins that thing, great. It's a wonderful story. Everybody focuses on it. They're crazy about it for a couple of days. But boy, you know, the reaction is drop off. You know, almost commensurate in in, in intensity to the buildup that she had at the French Open. But, you know, this woman has lost 13 games here at this tournament. She's playing fantastic tennis. She's doing more with the ball than any person in this draw. She's gonna, Venus Williams is going to have her hands full with this woman. You brought, yeah, you brought up about Venus, the consistency, because we've, Pete, you mentioned that, and you know, for all that we always think, Venus, we know Venus can bring to the table. She has these spells where you kind of wonder just, you know, what's going on. It's just sometimes she doesn't just seem to keep the ball in play and let her, you know, just let her overpowering strength kind of take over eventually. It's sometimes she kind of digs her own grave, really. And I think that is probably the key to, you know, the eventual match between those two. That's that's coming up the quarterfinal. And you know what? Skiavone is going to hand her that shovel because Skiavone knows how to work the ball. She's going to put a lot of juice on a ball. You can bet, I guarantee you, she's going to be doing changes to pace like crazy. She's going to be sort of really trying to, she's going to try to tease every error she can out of Venus. Yeah, and if it's anything like the, the previous rounds, Skivoni's going to come out firing and just fired up, too, which, you know, Venus is a very even keel kind of player. So that'll be an interesting matchup, too. You know, technically, you know, Venus's big problem this year, in my opinion, has been she just isn't consistent enough. She's prone to these stretches where she makes, multi, you know, you know, pretty ghastly, you know, run of errors and stuff. And, you know, you get to a certain level and, uh, you know, you just can't get away with that. So I think that's going to be the, that's going to be the thing. And, and I think when you get those different looks like Skivoni is going to give her a lot of spins, a lot of different spins, a little serve and volley in there, a little baseline play and stuff. You know, that, that is going to present problems for someone like Venus who can be a little bit error prone. We will check it out. That uh, you're right in about Venus too. You, you know those erratic results kind of reflect in her play. You see the tournament. She I think earlier this year she won two or three events in a row, and then you didn't hear from her again for a little while, and then we hear from her again here. So this is going to be. You know she had a good test against Pear today, um, but Skivoni's kind of an entirely different challenge. And you know you win that, you see where it goes. But uh, that's going to be certainly a challenge for for Venus uh, come day nine. But we'll be back on day eight with the Tennis.com podcast. Thanks again for Pete Bodo, Sarah Unke. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Tennis.com podcast, sponsored by American Express. American Express presents Next Contenders. Get to know four of today's game changers in tennis and follow their moves during the 2010 U.S. Open. For more, visit nextcontenders.com. And also by... Prince XO3 Racket Technology. For more news and information, head over to tennis.com. Thanks for listening.